Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive, back with our regularly scheduled programming. Hopefully that puts me back into a... Uh, into a winning space in the NFL because last week was uh, a kick in the dick. Um, congratulations if you had uh, Messi and uh, Argentina getting to the final, France to the final, uh, fun semifinals, World Cup finals, going to be unfreaking believable. But we're not here to talk football. We're here to talk no, football. yeah, just real quick, dream final. Like, dream. So many, <laughs> so many stars, so much star power. Two teams like th- this, and. I have no idea what to do with it. It could legitimately be a very cagey affair where the defenses just have the answers for some of these stars, or this could be like four to three in extra time. Mm. Mm. And Ben, yeah, Benson was back. I doubt he starts. I really don't think you start him, but yeah, that's a, nail on the super that's, sub. That's no, that's nail in the coffin. Uh, you don't want his energy anywhere around the way that team, the way they're playing right now. No, Benzema is literally. French for cancer, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, I am not. I am not a European oncologist, but I, <laughs> I feel like that's correct. I, he, he's, right. he's a really nice sub option, or sure, know, maybe if you go to amazing penalties. club player. But you French national team, he is he is their kryptonite. Um, yeah, no, let's get right into the slate, man. Yeah, we got a million, a million NFL, freaking games. FL, all the teams are playing. No more yeah. buys. Yeah, and honestly, there's only like five teams that aren't playing for something. Which yeah, is crazy. Like that's uh, true. Two, two week, two weeks ago, <laughs> we were true. talking about what needed to happen for the Chicago Bears to overtake Carolina for the number two overall draft spot. Carolina now has like a twenty percent chance to win their division and go to the playoffs. Like, yeah, it's NFL. amazing. <laughs> the degree I looked at my power ratings and just in just kind of out of off the cuff, just out of curiosity, the difference between the ninth best team and the twenty fourth best team right now is like a point. Like so this is crazy. It's crazy. Um, let's let's kick this uh, let's kick this off with the Niners who take on the Seattle Seahawks in primetime. I have played the Seattle Seahawks plus the three and a half points. Don't feel great about it. Seahawks defense has been a miserable disaster of a unit for going on since the bye. Um, and it's tough for me to really figure out what's going on other than they can't uh, really get stops <laughs> when they need them. Um, offense, I'm not as worried about here, particularly because they're taking on a Niners team that's dealing with the cluster injury at the defensive back in the defensive backfield. Niners also lost a couple of guys on the uh, kind of the depth of their D line. They still have Joey Bosa, obviously, who matters the most, but they still have Fred Warner, who matters the second most. They still have Hufanga, I believe, he'll be available, who matters the third most. So the spine of the defense is intact, but. <clears throat> You know, some of the depth is mixing. I think the Seahawks can put a little pressure on the Niners here on the scoreboard. And then it's up to Brock Purdy and his strained oblique uh, and, his, and his bruised ribs, I guess, uh, to see if he can uh, kind of manifest another magical victory for the Niners under the lights in hostile territory with the Seahawks playing for their playoff lives. Decent spot here for Seahawks to uh, keep this one competitive. I, I still have the over. I have a small bet on the over okay. for Sunday. I think I, that's I, a good bet. I think that's a and good again, bet. I, so I hate double dipping. I've probably done this twice we agree. In the last year, but I did bet the Seahawks as well. Oh. I think this should be three. I think it should be eight. 
I think you should be paying like <laughs> minus 120 to get a three here. Like, I I'm think not, I'm, you hold on to that thought for about yeah, hold on to that 15 hours because I feel like as we get closer to close, it's probably where this is going. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure this should ever tip past three, but I think that's like the where the market should be heading is you should have to pay a little extra to bet plus three here. Dude. It is like I said on the Sunday recap slash Monday recap. The final vestige of home field advantage in this league as we evolve past teams having struggles traveling and getting with it when they move around the country. But uh, Kenneth Walker Jr. is practicing. Like that was the, that's a huge difference. And I know no running back should really be moving the line, but it, the difference between him and his backups is pretty big. The, the running back Delta, if you will, like it's pretty massive. And I think you're buying low on Seattle, all things considered. If you can even get back to, you know, 80% of what they were looking like during their high points, they, they likely win this game. This is a yeah. very winnable game against a defense that has, like you said, a lot of stars are still playing, but they're missing some important pieces and they're missing them where it really hurts against, uh, you know, uh, not only a, it's not even a two wide receiver like room. That's really good. Like Goodwin, Goodwin is a thing. Now they have three pretty, pretty healthy receiving options against a secondary that I think they can beat at home. That said, yeah. the, the like, yeah, Debo's out, and that sucks. I'm CMC's wild, banged up. Yeah, wild that he's coming back. CMC's a little banged up, but I think they're still going to get theirs on the ground. That's why I do like this over. Yeah, I feel like both teams get to about twenty four to twenty seven, and hopefully twenty four twenty seven. Either way works for me. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I I mean Sam brings it up. Debo being out bigger deal than what people are making out to be. I think so. Uh, I but I thought Jimmy G being out was a bigger deal than it was being made out to be. So it's almost like I'm, scheme I'm trumps everything. Yeah, it's I'm like uh, it's scheme yeah. trumps everything with this Kyle Shanahan offense right now. It's just it's. Uh, it's I don't. It's I don't think you can and... ride that forever though. I, remember how how Maybe. I talked about this last week? I said like we have no <laughs> idea what the game plan yeah. is with Purdy, and that gives them an advantage. But that wanes as he plays yeah. week in and week out. So like the longer Purdy plays, the less element of surprise you can have about what you can what his limitations are as far as your scheme yeah so and and yeah it's the it's the nfc west human centipede circle (laughs) pete Pete, you know like how it's like shanahan owns mcveigh and mcveigh owns cliff and yeah pete pete does kind of own kyle yeah kyle shanahan ends up chewing pete's swallowed gum is that the human centipede version of this um Okay, well, let's keep uh, keep going down the card. On Saturday, we have a triple header. Uh, these are out of order. Uh, let's do Baltimore-Cleveland first, since that's the earliest kickoff, I believe. Yes, no, Indy. Oh, these are out of order. Okay, thank you, Dan. Put them in They're correct order, order for Chris. kickoff. Yeah, they put they. Why in the world did they misnumber I these? Think did we they, didn't know what order they were going to be in until? No, we didn't. They adjusted okay. it. Okay, so the first kickoff is Colts at Vikings. So see, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just used to looking at the rotation number. I figured that meant it was the middle game, but it is not. It's the early kickoff. This goes 10 a.m. my time. Woo! Uh, we get, uh, I guess we get Kirk Cousins a little further away from prime time. Maybe that's a good thing. Uh, I'm being a little tongue in cheek. I don't really buy into that a ton, but I would do buy into the fact that Vikings are expected to have Christian Darrisaw and Bradbury back. That is the perfect recipe for. 
an offense that will be firing up against the Colts defense that is limited. Um, Colts offense, similarly, you got a statuesque quarterback behind a unit that can't pass protect. I would expect they lean pretty heavily into the ground game. Um, predictable offense against a defense that can really, it's, you know, it can be beat by a, a good dynamic offense, but I think can perform well um, against a limited one. Uh, Vikings, I think, cover this number. Uh, not my favorite look on the board, but I do think uh, this should be six. So I laid the Vikings. I'm I'm opposite there. I have, uh, hmm. and, and maybe with with the cluster injury resolving itself, um, on the offensive line for Minnesota, I should reevaluate this. But I looked at this right away and I said, I'm supposed to bet the Colts here. And I can't do that. Like, not, <laughs> not for real. Yeah. Uh, especially with just some of the, you know, the messiness around, uh, you know, the, the late timeouts, not lack of timeouts. The, the coaching is just uh, a little thin. They're a little thin. They have a cluster injury at the coaching staff. So I'm not, I'm not super excited about betting this team on the road versus a, a dy- it is kind of a dynamic offense. I know Cook looked bad last week and maybe the running game doesn't get going again. Honestly, I, I don't give a shit about this game. All, all I want to see, I've already cashed Minnesota over nine wins. They can bounce and lose the rest of the games. I don't care. Mm. I would just like Jefferson to have about 150 yards per game for the rest of the way out. Mm. So, and, and it's, yeah. it's a good spot for them. It's an indoor game, home yeah. crowd. And yeah, like you said, it, it's a team they match up okay with. So yeah. This is probably yeah, and like Abba Hef is pointing out, with a healthy offensive line, maybe Cook looks a little better. Yeah, that sounds it's, about it's right. been that way for years. <clears throat> Minnesota's run game, a little more predicated on the scheme. So if that works out, mm. good job. So no bet for me here. All right. Uh man. Uh Real Hawks went on like a 14 2 run there. Um DeAndre Hunter turns out he plays with a heart. The only guy on the Hawks. Um, yes, I will be watching the third place game. I have an enormous stake on Mr. Bono to be the Golden Glove winner. Um, I need Morocco to get a clean sheet in an exhibition game effectively. <laughs> like yeah. I need air. <laughs> I care a lot about the third place game in the World Cup. I admit it. Um a lot more at stake for me there than Minnesota Indy. Uh, let's keep moving to Baltimore, Cleveland, though, where I have another bet on Saturday. Uh, I think I'm betting all three of these games on Saturday. So far, I'm going to have, we're going to be four for four when we get there. Um, it, it look, before you even get to it, I'm, it looks like we're, we're not getting in downtown Anthony Brown. Uh, has this moved at all today? I haven't tracked this market. Which one? Baltimore? Baltimore. Uh, Cleveland? Yeah. It, Come, it's come back down a little bit. It's two and a half right now. I, I think yeah. if I had to guess, there's a glimmer, five percent chance that Lamar Jackson goes, fifty-five percent chance that it's Huntley, and forty percent chance that it's Brown. Maybe I'm way um, higher that it's Huntley. I, I think the the you practice, think it's ninety percent chance that it's Huntley. Yeah, I think the, okay. the practice reports are kind of. I don't know. Maybe chat chime in on this, but. I'm I'm like 80 20. It's Huntley. I feel like okay, okay. I'm I'm dangerously close to pulling a trigger on just Ravens money line, but boy howdy, doesn't this become a really sexy teaser leg if uh, if it's yes. Huntley? 
Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Uh, and again, Baltimore teasers. There's a little bit of a, you know, not great feelings there. <laughs> they didn't necessarily deserve to cover the teaser like last week. They certainly didn't deserve to cover the game, in my opinion. And uh, they did deserve to cover it against Denver. So, um, but two and a half with this total at 37. Oh, my God. That is a absolute beauty banger smash Don't every time we say this about that. the ravens though go out and shit the bed so ravens teaser legs i'm not a i'm not one of those guys who's like this team's on my blacklist and i've crossed them off and i can't use them anymore but i wouldn't blame you guys if you didn't if you didn't want to hear it about a ravens teaser like so real quick why bet cleveland uh i laid the two and a half because um Because J.K. Dobbins was so ineffective last week and the Browns run defense is so good? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, the pass rush. Talk about the pass rush over the last month now that they've gotten their pieces all healthy for the Browns. I think that could be a factor versus a backup quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. It could, it could and it should. Um, you know, the passing game for the Ravens is going to be – non-existent here this is one dimensional offense for them all of it's going to come on the ground uh if the you know if cleveland can do any semblance of run stop i think that uh they win this one pretty comfortably i don't know uh that you're going to get you know i don't know that you can't continue to build what you're getting out of deshaun watson through two games it's been miserable to start here surely um but you know he's given you better second halves than first halves in both games. The scheme it feels like they're still trying to figure out what exactly they want to do with him and the way they're utilizing him and sort of who they have on the field. Um, I would guess that we try, see something more like the standard Cleveland offensive approach in this one with lots of heavy personnel uh, and trying to beat Baltimore that way because you know you don't really have the wide receivers to go after the secondary the way a lot of other teams do. This isn't a perfect matchup for Cleveland at all. Uh, I just think with the outside chance that it's Anthony. Brown, I don't mind having two and a half in pocket. It's that's really the only reason I played it. Um, the uh, that end, of course, yeah, Cleveland does not love uh, Baltimore because they stole their franchise before they gave them the Browns back. Um, did you see that Belichick story? I loved that story. Uh, well, loved it. Was it Bullware? Bullware, yeah, Peter Bullware, Peter Bullware, where he invited him. Uh, he somehow a, had say well, th- on the think, final think, roster of the Pro Bowl. I think if a player were to exit the you know the roster because of an injury late, maybe the coaches had some sort of say, like, "Hey, bring in Peter Bowler." And turns out Belichick did that because it would have cost Modell a million dollars as a, <laughs> just to stick it in Modell's eye. Yeah, yeah just to to be fair, Modell was a piece of shit. <laughs> I say was okay. he's not with us, correct? No, there's no, no chance. No, no, Art Modell. No. I think Art Modell probably passed in 2005, maybe. Um, that's my guess. Sort of he stuff. he he was he was uh he was not especially well loved. He passed away in 2012. You'll see them 2012. The, the Mayflower trucks. Um, that's yeah, like well, the he wasn't that involved. Everybody though. uses for that. The Mayflower trucks leaving the uh, leaving well, that's that was uh, that was that was uh, Ursay's dad taking the Colts to Indy. Was uh, that that wasn't Modell? Maybe I'm not even no, thinking no, of the right no. thing. That was no, that, that B roll exists for a lot of things, but it's mostly Colts leaving Balto, yeah, not Cleveland coming to Balto. Um, Miami takes on Buffalo in what looks to be the interesting market of the week. 
This thing opened 47. It got smashed with a sledgehammer down to 42. It's back up to 43 and a half, even though there's winter weather warnings now for lake effect uh, conditions in the Orchard Park area for the hours of eh, prime time on Saturday through Sunday morning. Uh, best of luck to whoever feels like this is going to have any kind of an offensive bump to it. Uh, and on the other hand, Buffalo down from seven and a half to seven. Didn't think it was going to happen. It happened in a, a hurry. So basically the latest market, the latest market move here suggests that Miami is going to show up offensively. Huh? Well, let's look and let, let's do a little, uh, let's do, reminder miami won the first game 19 uh 21 to 19 yeah how was the weather there yeah the weather was nicer because it was uh (laughs) september in miami also miami had 212 total yards in that game compared to the buffalo bills 497 (laughs) in which uh they only lost the turnover Mm -hmm. battle one to nothing if anyone remembers that it was a very very tilting i didn't bet that game but very, very mm-hmm. tilting um, result for anyone who had the bills in any way there. I think I had the over and it was tilting. Uh, the play of the game, of course, was the butt punt. Yeah. Um, everybody right remembers that. Got him right in the right in the gooch. Um, I would say <laughs> I would yeah, say that, I feel like the, I feel like there was some taint on that. There play, was some taint. There was some taint. That was laces, laces right into taint. Um, the uh Tua's mechanics have fallen apart. I blame that on the offensive line to a degree. The Bills have a decent pass rush. The the Bills can get after you. They have some innovative ways they like to create pressure. Tua's going to be under duress in this one. Uh, if the if it's wet, if it's cold, the ball's you know slipping and slopping. The Dolphins are trying to do things the way that they typically do them, getting plays in chunks to Hill and Waddle. I, I I mean, are they getting fifty yards in this one? Waddle's, Waddle's turning out, right? Healthy. Waddle's not no. healthy nor effective right now. I think Tyreek is closer to healthy than maybe I thought last week. But hmm. yeah, his mechanics, it's it's just like the knoblock thing we brought up a month ago with somebody else. Like every throw just looks labored and pained and wrong. And it's not even just the being left-handed. Like they were ducks, they were shot puts, they were yes. inaccurate, they were high, they were low, they were upside, outside. It was, it just, it was a really, really tough. And that wasn't even was the good players. Watch. That wasn't even the good players for the Chargers yeah. defense. We didn't even mention that on Monday. Like the B beast team, the B team was out there, and they couldn't do anything against them. Um, Buffalo kind of created the blueprint for getting physical with Hill to disrupt his ability to gate change the game. So the idea that they aren't going to use what they've seen the last two weeks on top of what they already did and double down on that uh, would be my expectation. And I, I mean, don't think, did Jeff Wilson practice today? Anyone? I know he wouldn't have yesterday. If they I mean, are they getting are they getting Toronto Armstead back? Is that why people bet the Dolphins? I'm not sure. I'm not like, sure. This is this is one of those where like this late in the season when the market makes a move that's. So super unpredictable like this i it's a signal that i need not be betting this game because there's something that i don't know uh about the way this is going to go i i will tell you this though i love mike mcdaniel i love his scheme i love you know it's it's a it's refreshing to have a new like 
you know, new style of leader in uh, in the NFL head coaching ranks. Yeah. So I say this trepidatiously from, from the place of love. Him walking around with the shirt and the sweatshirt and dancing and like like, hey, I wish it was colder. That plays great if you're winning. After the last two losses they have, doesn't look doesn't doesn't play as good. Doesn't doesn't resonate as much with the players. I have, I, a, different, I have a different reason for it not playing. Okay, well. let go 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 ahead. Because he's wearing fucking capris. <laughs> he's a man. And I'm I feel like I'm fashion forward. I'm wearing pink for God's sakes. But those sure. capris didn't look good on him. Or whatever they were, they, they were just rolled up joggers, maybe. They're they rolled up joggers, dumb. but th- that's like the kind of the point, though. Like, y- if you're winning, freaking let it, let your flyer flag fly. It's kind of like Dan Campbell. Like the Dan Campbell shtick doesn't play well if this team is like one and fourteen. Yeah, right, right. But as soon as they start winning, it's galvanizing, right? And Dan, Dan will crucify me for this, but it's the, it's the, it's the stepbrothers interview fart scene, like. Oh man! Yes. Now the T-shirt seemed kind of fucked up, guys. <laughs> it's exactly it, Andy. That's exactly yeah. it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't have a strong read on the move here. If it's uh, you know, yeah. the belief that Armstead and Wilson both play, that Waddle's making a meaningful step forward. And I, yeah, just, and Abahef says it's because of the weather. I would buy it because of the weather if the if the spread didn't also go to seven convincingly to seven. Once, come off, and, yeah. Dan, once they make a movie with a new a new scene that perfectly encapsulates <laughs> encapsulates like that that feeling, I will, but I can't. Um, okay, so even if even if the even if it's not quite as cold, if it's not quite as windy, uh, did you see the first half of the Bills Jets game? Like that, it was no nobody was getting anything going there. It was, it was yeah. wet. It was slick. Like their guys were coming out of cuts slow uh balls were you know sailing even on josh allen who has a legit cannon for an arm like uh i don't know man i don't get it i don't get the uh, and if somebody buying back just for the hell of it then maybe that's it but i, I don't think that moves markets as convincingly as this move today but uh so saturday this would be me and my in-laws Ooh, coming Chris, from South Dakota. Celebrating Christmas early. Lamb chop, lamb chop lollipops on the menu, guys. Oh, hell yes. Um, Very excited for those. So they, uh, are, they coming, are they coming specifically to see Lenny? Yes. Yeah. They saw your they saw your, your Lenny post and they were like, I'm we're coming this weekend. Yeah. My yeah. wife, uh my wife's sister also got a new puppy just now. So our dogs sent them a letter. Um, with a gift card for Christmas, signed them with really the nice. Yeah, just fucking wow. Getting, getting so nice. And rolling my eyes at all day today. That's so nice. Um, <laughs> what, what, uh, what kind of what, what kind of what kind of dog is Lenny? Uh, he is a Great Pyrenees. A Great Pyrenees. Okay. So there's two one kinds of, of one these, of the most depending on one of the, yeah one of the most outstanding puppy pictures I've ever seen. That was just uh, depending was on which side of the mountains you were on was what kind of dog you were. It was like a Hatfields and McCoys thing. Oh. You're on the Spanish side. It was like they called it something different, and there was like this divergence in the breed based on the French and Spanish side. But it, they're both just giant bleeping dogs that guard you know they guard animals. I love it, man. Um, well, shout out, shout out to all the people. I didn't even think of the, because he's a 
he's a thick, thick ass. He's boy. thick. Yes. And Fat Lenny. I didn't yeah. even think of the, the, the Leonard Fournette thing. Was it was named after like Lenny Bruce or? Oh, Lenny small. He's a, he's a gentle <laughs> giant that I'm going to have to shoot at, you know, later on in life. <laughs> you named him Lenny after, after mice of mice and men. Yes. He went Steinbeck. He's, he's, he full, Steinbeck. He's, he's a full um, gentle giant, but yeah, no, all the people, like the, the 19 comments that called him playoff Lenny independently all made me laugh. So yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fat Lenny, babe. Fat Lenny, baby. Um, so, and we're on to Sunday. All right, let's move on. To I Sunday. do love this that they're having these standalone Saturday games. The way this oh, is hell yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so shortly after we see Argentina defeat France and Messi hoist the World Cup trophy for the first time in his illustrious career, we will uh yeah, we're gonna tune in to we're gonna tune right into Falcon Saints. <clears throat> It's going to be an abrupt transition, but it's going to be fine because we are professionals. That's what we do. Um, Falcons. I'm kind of excited about this. Neither of these teams is out of their division race. This is hilarious. How how many games kind of matter this late? Yeah. What do we expect from the Falcons offensively under new quarterback Desmond Ritter? And what did you think of the uh, transition of power there? Nice and smooth. I think Art Smith handled it as about as well as he could. I don't think the locker room was really Mariota's at this point, but maybe it was. What's uh, what was your read on sort of the temperature of that franchise? Yeah, it, I felt like Mariota got thrown under the bus maybe a little more than he should because he's legitimately having surgery. And if he's only having surgery now as like a cover surgery to be like, no, for sure. I was really hurt. I'm not just quitting on the team. See, I have a surgery. That's commitment to the bit. First off, good for you. But yes. I, I do think, I do think it was, like, commitment. I, I feel like he took it in the shorts a little too hard. And I thought as much as Arthur Smith probably hasn't handled everything as well as he could have mm-hmm. in general. Um, yeah. I, uh, I thought it was okay. I don't know what to to expect from Ritter. I did watch him a little in college. Mm-hmm. It should be a similar a similar feeling offense. He's not that different of a stylistically quarterback than uh, you know than Mary Hoda, but he's also never played in the NFL. I watched a little bit of preseason, so I, I can't bet this game. I don't know what we're gonna get from him. It, no. it could be he could go full Brock Birdie. Or he could go full, just, you know, fall in your face, Zach Wilson. He doesn't exactly have weapons to work with in the passing game. No, uh, it, they may not, not ask for him to do much of that anyway. Up. They just need him to really, they need him to hike the ball and hand it off to, I guess, one of three or four different, you know, you know, backfield options. Uh, I'm with you. This is a pass, if anything, under 42 and a half. Uh, yeah. You're on the road making your first start as a rookie. Probably not going to be pretty. Uh, if the Falcons come in and under four, 20 points here, is anyone in the universe going to be surprised? I don't think it will so. Not be pretty. Um, and the Saints, on the other hand, still have Andy Dalton out there slinging it to Chris Olave and a bunch of other guys who probably should be on practice squads. Does Olave have any shot at rookie of the year if he has a decent stretch? It seems to probably me. Like 20, 30% maybe. I would put it at like 10. It seems to me yeah. people are not inclined to reward the Saints offense for whatever reason. There's, there's, I can't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. Even if he has the counting stats, it's been so mixed. He would need to have like a Christian yeah. Watson type of month. 
Yeah. I mean, if the Jets don't make the playoffs at all, then all bets are off for the Jets winning the two rookie of the year awards. People may if hold that against really, them. <laughs> if, if yeah. the, it'll be funny if the Jets and Giants go like all for 14 in the last seven weeks. I mean, f- funny or like kind of par, like par fair. for the course. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I, one, I'm, I'm not, not going to get Giants have one tie in there, man. They got a tie in there. If somebody, yeah, if somebody has something cognizant, uh, take on this, uh, maybe an angle on a player prop or something, by all means, drop it in the chat, drop it in the live chat, drop it in the uh, Twitter machine. But for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested in spending time trying to figure out how Desmond Ritter fits into this offense outside of he probably doesn't right away. It, it, like you're right, it's going to be 20 attempts, tops. Yeah. That sounds right to me. Um, maybe I need to relook at this under. I don't really feel like playing this game, though. Let's move on to Detroit at the Jets, where we have, as aforementioned, your two rookie of the year leaders on a team that is working its way out of the playoffs. It was uh, a valiant effort against the Bills. It was a valiant effort against the – who did they play before the Bills? Was it the Jets? I think it was the Jets. Uh, they're coming close but they're not getting it done. Mike White gets popped in the ribs to the degree where I would guess he probably has some bruised ribs, if not yeah. torn cartilage, if not broken awesome. ribs, cracked, uh, cracked ribs. Um, they may shoot him up with Toradol and send him out there uh, on Sunday, but uh, I'm prepared for a surprise at quarterback from the Jets in this one, just based on how severe that injury was and what you're seeing in the practice reports. Uh, Lions, on the other hand, are the hottest team in football right now. Um, Go figure. Uh, They're having a lot. They're having a Miami-esque season from last year where they went one and six and turned it around and go six and one. Like that's kind of uh, crazy that we've had this now two years in a row where a team has completely flipped their fortune at midseason, but the Lions are doing it. They're doing it on the back of uh, very clean offensive performances from Jared Goff. Jared Goff has a full complement of healthy weapons right now and an offensive line that's performing well and a running game that complements his abilities in the passing game. And it's just, in general, a flat-out good offense. Um, the Jets is a very good defense, though. And if you look at who the Lions have played over the last handful of weeks, when they have qualified as a quote-unquote good offense, it's been a lot of bad defenses. So this is a step up in class, and it's on the road, and the conditions may be a little wild. So uh, expecting the Lions to underperform offensively from an out- scoring output, I think, is a real is a fine kind of baseline, right? Like they're not getting to thirty in this one. They're going to have to win this one ugly which means their defense is going to have to step up. And if they're against Flacco or Zach Wilson, then I give them a fair chance. If they're against Mike White, and Mike White is playing the way we've seen him the last couple of weeks, then the Jets should win this one. I don't have any it's inclination to get, un- you know, get involved in the guessing look, game. Just based on, like, um, you know, just ideal conditions for the Lions last mm-hmm. week. Going up against a secondary that not only has been mm-hmm. – beleaguered beaten and you know just bandied about i was looking for another alliteration there that didn't really work but either way not only that but with injured more injuries to that secondary including an important piece indoors battered would have been a good battered battered was good battered beaten 
Yeah, the, and this like Adam Half is pointing out, this did open higher. The, half the reason yeah. I'm not betting this under is because I missed so much. The good price, the good price, and it makes sense. The total makes total sense. It is going from a great situation against a beat up and bad secondary indoors to outdoors on the road, cold weather. Uh, with Jared Goff outdoors, cold weather. And his little hands. Good yeah. secondary, a legitimate top five, top ten kind of coverage unit at this point. Mm-hmm. Bruised. Yeah. Um, battered, beaten, and bruised. Uh, so I didn't play this one. I don't. It's a. It's a no. At, at this point, I've missed player. it. Um, I I do think though that the Jets can. I mean the jet the the situation to monitor is quarterback there. Who's playing quarterback? If it's Zach Wilson, that hurts Garrett Wilson's rookie of the year a lot. I got a, I got a good amount of that last couple of weeks. I don't feel I don't feel super great about Zach Wilson returning to the fold. Although if he has won the uh, won the support of this, the locker room because he took the benching well and because he worked hard with the practice squad, then I can see a path to where they play hard for him. Uh, we'll see. Um, Sauce Amon Ra is going to be fun, Ben. Ben says it. He is correct. It's a great matchup. Amon Ra, a bona fide wide receiver one. Sauce, uh, if he can. And Sauce is, I think Sauce is solid, solid defensive rookie of the year. I don't think Hutchinson can steal. Uh, and the reason I say that besides the fact that Sauce is from New York is because it's not like he's going to get burned now. Teams are, aren't even really trying to beat him. You know what I mean? Like he's not like he, he's not going to. If go there ever the, was a team that had an incentive to, oh, it would be the Lions. It's true. So it'd be it's the Lions like to get Hutch a little love. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Hutch in his tiny T Rex arms is going up against the Jets O line that's also hurting. Um, yeah, this is a fun game. No, no bets for me though. Exactly. Moving on. Kansas City at Houston. And Looks yeah, this is this is another one too where also back to Amon Ra. This is why I don't pay attention to my fantasy. Now I went and checked. Also, I had to because I'm the commissioner. I had to set up the playoffs. I'm like, oh, I scored the most points in the league. I, my team was actually kind of good. And then basically everybody I have all week has a terrible matchup this week. I have mm-hmm. Amon St. Brown. I have Josh Jacobs who Apparently, like broke a finger. Uh, I can't. I can't even remember. Dak, I think, is my quarterback. Whatever. It's it's gonna be one and done yeah. in the playoffs. But I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> you're getting your guys some experience. That's what matters. Mm, yeah. You know, you're building for the future, Andy. Um, KC plays Houston. No opinion. Uh, this looks correct. Chiefs, 14 points better than the worst team in the league. Sure. Um, total 49 and a half has been bet up if I remember correctly. I agree with that as well. That's uh, 49 actually at uh, at Chris, but yeah, it got better from 47. That 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 sounds correct to me. Um, no real interest in getting involved with this one at these prices. Odd, odd game. Like, I can see support for the Texans again. But yes. it's a weird situation where they said they're they're going to do this dual quarterback thing for the rest of the season. There's going to be a week where that just falls so flat on its face, and the so, team just gets beat to beats to you yeah. know beat battered and bruised. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of people this week 
I mean, there's been like a concerted push to validate Jalen Hurts with MVP talk. Have you heard the cases? Are they compelling? And is this as obvious a bet on Mahomes as I would make it out to be? Or is there the pack? Because, like, the price for Hertz to win MVP is just that he beats the Cowboys next week. Yeah. And I mean, the Chiefs running the table and him having some, some classic Mahomes moments, having some big plays would be. I think he can overtake it. And honestly, that 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 market probably is not as super indicative, maybe even as much as it used to be with the ranked choice voting. I still think I still think Mahomes carries a lot of sway. Yeah. Mahomes getting one or two on every single ballot makes sense to me. Hertz might also get one and two, one or two on every ballot. Yeah, I think I think it's close. Like I don't think either either team should be or either player should be favored. It should be a pick them right now. The way the probably the market feels about there, the, the voters feel about these guys, but there's a lot being made of the team success, the, uh, the extreme lack of turnovers on Hertz's part. Whereas Mahomes has thrown some picks this year. So I get it. I still think if, if you gave me a free bet at the current prices, I would be, I would be betting Mahomes. Yeah, the only game that I can that there have been two games where the the balance of the win loss was even in doubt for the Eagles that I can remember. It was the Commanders game that they lost. Hertz was not good in crunch time in that one, and it was the uh, Colts game that the Eagles barely squeaked by, and that was because they ran, 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 ran. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I don't. The, the the quality of competition has been so desperate between what the team, what quarterbacks in the AFC have had to to do, and what Hertz has been asked to do this year. It's just night and day. I just don't think. I think you know, regardless of what the voters end up choosing, and you know, awarding a quarterback MVP on a one loss, sixteen win team, I don't think. And no one's no one's gonna no one's gonna bat an eye at that. Like that. That's fine. Like big. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. Um, but at that point, like right now, the Eagles are dogs to the Cowboys next week. Yep. Uh, if they lose that game, I don't think Hurts wins. If they win that game, then Hurts probably gets the award. Uh, and so why not just bet Eagles money line? You get probably get a better price than you can get for Hertz MVP right now if you feel that way. That's kind of my general spirit. Otherwise, uh, if you could, if there's still, I don't even know if there's still. Mahomes two to one or better anymore. I think those. I think those disappeared. Well, it's kind of got gobbled up. Yeah. I think, and, I, and that was correct in my mind. So uh, I don't know that there's a bet to be made right now. But fascinated to see how this plays out. Let's move on to Philly. The aforementioned Eagles. Any chance they slip up against the Bears team coming off a bye? I bet this over. Oh, interesting. At what price? Just price it set now. Not my strongest take. Okay. But um, it's down from 50. So you, you yeah, you I kind of, I kind of, you timed it right. Yeah. The buyback when it crossed 49. Just, I bet this yesterday. There's a decent case for, hey, the Eagles' offense is efficient as any of the good teams, especially against a really bad defense. This Bears defense is not good. So I tried and tried and tried to make a case for Bears plus nine. It's too many points for a home team with a, a dynamic quarterback who can make plays 
that have had a couple weeks to prep for this game. Right. That said, Fields could have an amazing game. He could make some crazy throws. He could get a couple to commit. We could get everybody involved. The running game could play better than we expect. And the Bears could really be impressed with their output and they could lose by 20. <laughs> like, just doesn't it? Yes. You know, it, it feels the like, Bears, you know, the, yeah, the reinforcements are not coming for the Bears defense. 30, yeah, point. just like 30, I don't know, like 35 20, 35 17. Like, those are, those are scores that happen an awful lot, even at home here, where it's like, hey, the Eagles got to 35 and a half, and then the Bears chipped away at it and still lost by 15 or 20. So yeah. I really, really, really wanted to make a bet on the Bears, and I realized, like, I'm betting on the Bears to score a little bit. Like, the, Eagles probably, the Eagles probably put the foot on the throat first half. They're able to do a lot, and then just uh, the, the Bears have no um, – they 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 kind of are lions light, or they do play they do play tough throughout these games. They They're do trying, not play, right? Yeah, there's no quit in this. So this is this is basically like a decent shot for me probably to look at Bears second half if they're getting just the tar kicked out of them too. If they're down by like twenty five, you can I'll probably be like getting yeah. Bears and minus you know, six. If, if the Eagles if the Eagles are so gutless defensively that they can give Terod Taylor a garbage time touchdown, then why not Fields? If they're not willing to play a full four quarters and they they, they are willing to give their opponents a, a free shot at home, free, a free seven points for coming out, uh, why not the Bears? Why not us? Why not now? So yeah. Not one I love. I'm not bitter at all. I'm not yeah. bitter at all. <clears throat> no. No. Not, uh, not one I love, but this will be, be a big casher for me. This is the basically all of my – um, preseason win totals. If you want to say like, Hey, this one was one X, one X, one X, the Vikings over nine was two X. And then the bears under six and a half was five X. Like this nice. is the, this oh, is boy. the one that I played. Like yeah. I went, I went and played this at six different books yeah. because there was a couple places that would be like, Hey, the best numbers here. And it's like, yeah, but you can bet $250. Like the, the, so I ended up spreading this out across five or six books to get a price that I thought was reasonable. So this, this is it. Like the Eagles just take care of business. And if the bears can chip in with 20 points, I'd be excited. Okay. Um, any chance the Eagles look ahead, look caught looking ahead to the Cowboys next week. That was, that was the initial kind of read on betting the bears, but it's just, they're just too, it's just too good. Do you think that's the narrative? That's meaningful or nonsense. There's something to be said for maybe the second. And that's another reason where I think I could be really, really talked into a bear second half because the the game plan here is just beat the shit out of this team in the first half. And then don't put anything. Stop putting stuff on film for Dallas as soon as halftime is over. Okay. Okay. Have such a lead where you don't need it. All right. Okay. Let's keep moving. Uh, moving down the card uh, to uh, the used to be frisky Steelers taking on the now very frisky Panthers in a game bet- uh, between two, five, and eight teams that would typically be a write-off. We wouldn't even really mention it on this uh, on this show, but we got to talk about it. Panthers getting are laying two and a half here with Sam Darnold. Panthers one-dimensional offensively, but that dimension is we are going to run the football. If the Steelers taught you anything last week, it's that this front seven 
even as good as they are in pass, you know, in in, uh, in pass rush spots, they are, struggle uh, to adequately defend the run. They can be run on. Um, Steelers quarterback situation is a little murky. This may be Mason Rudolph time. This may be Mitch Trubisky part two. Um, neither of those players is any good. Uh, that said, laying two and a half with Sam Darnold against the Steelers defense did not feel right. The total of 37 and a half is remarkably low. Long tease the Steelers or forget this game even is happening. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, I could make a case for, I could make a case for this under. Whereas like, Hey, the Panther, the Panthers in a good performance, they still didn't trust their quarterback. It was, let's get it done with a couple different running backs against a team we can run on. And how is this game any different? It's the same game, except it's a, it's a worse team across the field with the worst quarterback. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I think this is a close game. I think the Panthers win, but Panthers minus Panthers winning by three feels like a very, very frequent occurrence where it's just 20 to 17, an awful lot. Like these numbers are tight. This is a good price. And, I'm not. Uh, I'm not wanting to get involved in this. I think uh, pick whichever running back has the lower rushing yards total, and maybe bet an over on them between the two okay. for the Panthers. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, oh yeah, this is up to three now. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. Best of luck to Sam Darnold and co. Uh, it looks like DJ Moore may go. That matters a little, I guess, because the Steelers' it, it secondary does. is kind of eh. Uh, JC Horn is a bona fide CV1. He can shut down Deontay Johnson in this one, even if Mitch Trubisky is otherwise doing well throwing the ball. He is going to have to figure it out on the left side. Because uh, J.C. Horn, I would imagine, wipes out the right side of the field. You know how they're doing the Russell Wilson <laughs> touchdowns versus bathrooms thing? Yes. We should have done, like, Deontay Johnson touchdowns versus, like, houses. <laughs> he doesn't have one yet. And he has, like, 100 <laughs> damn targets. What? Oh, yeah. And Wilson's probably not going to play again this year. So he is he's not going to make it. Touchdowns. He's not getting to the bathroom. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Let's move on to Dallas at Jacksonville. Interesting one here where I think the dog has life. Um, Jags put together a clean, clean, clean performance last week. It was awesome. Uh, Anyone who expected that, uh, hat tip to you. I had a little bit of Jags in that contest. So I was very happy with that outcome. And obviously, I have a lot of Jags futures that are now. No longer underwater. They're about where I bet them. (laughs) So it took a long time to get here, but here we are. The Jags are alive for the AFC South. Now it's kind of out of their control. If Tennessee comes away with any wins, really, between now and when they play again in week 18, I think Tennessee pretty much puts away the South. Uh, But the Jaguars are in a spot where they must win. We went over this. Tennessee can win win. one game as long as the Jaguars only lose this one. And I'm assuming it's this one. It's tough. But the Jaguars um, are live. They, uh, they're live and live. They are. So biggest reason they're live beyond just the fact that they themselves are playing better. Cowboys will beat up. Yeah. Um, cluster, let's call it a cluster injury on the defense at this point. Okay. And I, they've, had, they've, had, they've had injuries on the offensive line. They are in such a spot where the desperation starts to stink when you sign somebody like T.Y. Hilton. At this point in the year, which what does that say about the state 
that Odell Beckham Jr.'s body is in. That it's not some, that it's not as good as T.Y. Hilton. That's that someone signed yeah. T.Y. Hilton. So yeah, the secondary is whooped and beat. If Trevor Lawrence can have one of his games where he plays well and doesn't uh I don't really get why they needed another wideout. No Brown's playing fine. It was a weird move. It did not make a lot of sense. Like don't nobody do it. nobody was running to the store. Yeah, saying we don't need T.Y. Hilton. We have T.Y. Hilton at home. Yeah, that's right. Um, we have T.Y. Hilton at home. We're good. Uh, Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott are much more of the focus, I think, of the offense in this contest going up against the Jaguars team that has been beaten on the ground pretty successfully by teams that scheme well. Tony Pollard obviously is a dynamic force. Zeke Elliott is not. That said, uh, Cowboys offensive line loses steel. I think that matters a bit. You're going to have to now break in and kind of reshuffle and figure out kind of new roles, responsibilities on the fly here. He's like the one piece that never was missing any time. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Smith is not, he's not a bad play. He's pretty, pretty solid draft choice. Actually. Uh, He moves to left tackle. It looks like Um, then you're going to have Connor McGovern at left guard. Tyler is still the center. Zach Martin is still your right guard. Josh Ball now the right tackle. So a little bit of reshuffling there as you uh, as you deal with the absence of um, of Terrence Steele. Uh, Tyron Smith will eventually come back, I would imagine. But uh, this is looking like a extremely thin offensive line. Can't afford another injury. The defensive issues are bigger, you know, bigger and more noteworthy in my mind. You're you're losing your replacement players in the secondary on top of uh, just kind of a continued attrition on the D line. Um, Micah Parsons is having to do make up all of the difference in that. And it's affecting his ability to kind of be the dynamic pass rusher. We remember and really be sort of that um, kind of key force. He has been a little quiet lately. Haven't seen him really compiling the statistics like we saw uh, previously in, uh, uh, in this calendar year. Um, I don't know that the Jaguars win, but I think this is a very competitive game. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think what we saw last week was entirely Dallas taking Houston too lightly. I think Houston played Dallas well and exposed some ways that you can really attack that team. So I think Jacksonville can build on that um, down to four. As long as you're getting over three, I think this is still a play on Jacksonville. Fair. Yeah. I, I would, I didn't bet it, but that's my, so we had lean right now. Okay. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals are going to play the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that was a bummer on Monday. More so because I bet the Cardinals to start Colt the game. McCoy versus but Brett Rippon. Brett Rippon. Like, we talk about some of these games late in the season having more yeah. meaning than they usually do. This is an absolute dead rubber, a dead tie. And... There's no reason to get involved in this unless you just want to laugh at take the under and have a chuckle when this ends up like seven to four. Um, McCoy is going to be good, short to intermediate. He wanted to throw every single ball ever to DeAndre Hopkins. Correct. Like he he's going to move the ball, and Hopkins is a big part of that. Like that's a legit wide receiver one man. And it's a Denver second. It's a Denver defense in general that's taken a couple steps back from the wild heights of early to mid season here. Some of it's probably just we're fucking tired of doing it all, and it's it's a grind. But 
Arizona will move this ball. I don't know if they'll be able to punch it in. It's still a really good red zone defense. I'm not certain that the Broncos will. This offense is bad before they lost Wilson. I don't understand why they're favored here. Like, I'm tempted to bet Arizona again, and I'm just not going to do it. <sighs> Colt McCoy. Like, I mean, Colt McCoy is a lot better of a quarterback. He is. This should be like a pick which is kind of messed up. I don't hate I don't hate betting some Cardinals here. Oh god. But I don't Cardinals have Cardinals do this game. I know it's, you're a, right. it's, an, it's another maybe a Colt McCoy teaser leg. Oh, you've talked me into look actually handicapping this game now. I don't now I, yeah, I know we were going to skip pass, this. This it's, is Cardinals, Cardinals pass. Pass. Oh, it's okay. I'm let's let's just skip it. I, I haven't played it for now, but I I'm I'm fine with that too. No, I'm um this was your Sunday night football game that has been flexed out. It is the New England Patriots taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. I actually Daniels haven't. I have not. Game. I forgot entirely to check on this one. Um, oh yeah, let's just put Arizona in a frown robin. Oh, of course. Thank you. Thank you, Wilkman. My gosh. Uh, no, not just the dog parlay. The Wilk, just te- just tease the Cardinals. Yes, tease the Cardinals. Denver's not winning mm-hmm. by eight and a half points in that one. No, 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 no. Um, Patriots also pretty decent potential teaser like here. I think they're going to be pretty competitive against the Raiders. I forgot to check whether the Patriots stayed on the West Coast from this. They uh, did. They did. Okay. They stayed in Elko. Ah. Which is. Uh, Where's that? It's in Nevada, but it's not Vegas. Like, hey, we're not staying in the Strip, you fuckers. Like, you get in trouble. Elko. It's like the is like the middle of Nevada, the state. It's not far from Vegas, I don't think. It's like on the way to Zion or something. Zion. Um, you ever been out there, by the way? Seen the the beautiful desert? So Elko is. Oh my God, I was wrong. It's it's in it's up by like Salt Lake City. It's up by Wells. Yeah, Jesus. What uh, what in the world inspired well, him to was, go all the way saying, out there? You're not getting. You're not getting near. Reno, you're not getting near Vegas. You're not getting near Tahoe. The closest state where you're going to be able to party is heading to Salt Lake City. Elko, my goodness, man. I mean, it's kind of it's closer to Burning Man than it is to Vegas. Um, Anyway, I don't think Burning Man's happening now. I think it's probably. I don't even know if that's confirmed. That's just what I read somewhere. But I know for a fact they did not travel back. Yeah, they 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 did not make a they did not make a flight flight. Okay, Zion's on my list, man. Um, we are looking at a one trending towards, oh, New England's now a one point favorite. Uh, okay. Yeah. that sounds about right. Um, I don't think they're, so they're not tease worthy at that point. Uh, okay. Well, skipping this game then, uh, Patriots. Yeah. Jo- Josh Jacobs matters push. a ton for how this offense operates. And he has a finger injury. I think he plays, but. That makes extra time, extra extra rest here for the Raiders. Short week for the Patriots. Basically, like a little bit of a compressed schedule here for the Patriots compared to the Raiders. Raiders, although coming off of a season-defining loss to Baker Mayfield on Thursday Night Football. Yeah, Jesus So Christ good knows. luck motivating that team, Josh McDaniels. Oh, and we forgot. A little uh, Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick uh, reunion party here. That'll be fun for everyone who cares about that. Re, you know that. So it's like that movie where the old guys go to Vegas um, with Morgan Freeman. That movie was bad. Wild Hogs. 
No. Basically, basically uh, wild dogs. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I don't it's remember wild. what it was called. It's the same movie. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, uh, I have no no plays on Patriots Raiders. Uh, those teams being the, the kind of example example exemplary of how close the middle class of the NFL is right now. These are two middle class teams, and so the fact that it's a pick'em is right. Tennessee takes on the Chargers. Another case of two teams that are close to the middle class, although Tennessee is towards the bottom for me. Chargers are towards the top. Chargers are laying three at home. Don't have a ton of home field advantage, but uh, they are playing a lot better lately. Um, I think, in general, the Titans, uh, like, I don't know what they do to fix things. This, on paper, this should be good, a good matchup for them. You got uh, plan A, B, and C is run, run, run Derrick Henry in this game, and the Chargers still haven't really solved that. Um, I would guess that. Your your Chargers are continuing to get healthier though. So with Derwin James out there potentially this week, Sebastian Joseph Day may be back as well. Uh, this looks like um, this looks like Chargers are pass. Uh, and really, the I think if you feel like Jags are live and Titans are going to lose this game, you just bet the Jags to win the South as opposed to getting involved in either of those two contests because you have other outs down the way um, and you can get you can gain some equity with those two outcomes in this week. So. Um, Chargers over 20, 24, 24 and a half. I played some team total over. It's such, oh, a, like it's such a good spot for their offense. I do think James plays well. The Titans are like, there's so many fraudulent teams this year. The Titans were high on the list of those. And it's fun that every, every one of those teams is like getting simultaneous comeuppance. Come yes. Constant, constant it's, comeuppance. Yes. It's a, it's a comeuppance league guys. It's a comeuppance yeah. league. It's a simul. Yeah. It's a simul comeups. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. The Titans for sure should be probably a bigger favorite, a bigger dog here. Um, but I don't trust the Chargers to cover anything ever. If James <laughs> plays, maybe. But I did. Uh, I did. I'm hunting around for the best team total over because I like this over in general. But I think it's going to be more based on hey, if you have both of your number one receivers healthy, this Chargers offense is actually good. I you're playing, yeah, you're playing against a secondary that's beatable. So I forgot I played the over on this. Yeah, so we I'm, did, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Chargers on team Monday total. Okay, I'm on the full game over at 45. It's 40. Is, yeah, is it really 47 now? This yeah, is, this, it took a jump. Uh, okay. You've got okay. a nice number. Uh, it's 47 still, Bookmaker. So it hasn't crossed 47 at the place that matters most. Remember, so, remember this if show? If anyone does, I'm going to be excited. Uh, Arsenio Hall? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? How, how relevant? How is that relevant? I don't oh, know. You, just you were just that. fired up for me. And my, I'm fired my, up for my, your my number. Good, my good bet, my CLV that I can pay play on buy some Christmas presents color? with. Um, I do remember in living color yeah uh was that where jim carrey got his start as frown marshall bill yeah and rosie perez is one of the fly girls oh god the fly girls <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know i was gonna pull those out of the back of my brain um in living color uh the next game on the board cincinnati tampa bay no idea you what to still do with not watch do the right thing i bring this up every i have not no no my God, no. it's a Christmas I don't get, classic. I don't. Is it really? Uh, I feel like you're. I feel like you're. I feel like just, you're pulling my leg. I'm gaslighting you. You're pulling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth watching. Danny Aiello, God rest. His I just, soul I just never today. really got Spike Lee. Uh, I don't like a lot of his stuff. I like this one. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put it on my list. Okay. Ozzy Davis. Right after I finish rewatching 
all of the good the movies that I like. <laughs> oh, that's well, yeah. Uh, okay. Cincy Tampa Bay, very weird game. Buccaneers are the I'm most difficult team to price in the NFL. Um, they have an aging quarterback who used to be elite, uh, who may or may not be able to get 20 points in this game. Uh, Buccaneers cluster injury right now in the secondary. I see a lot of names that are not going to be available for this game that matter. Uh, I don't know about Vita Vea's availability. Do you have a well, I guess as you look at the depth chart here for the Buccaneers defense, who do you think ultimately takes the field between Vita Vea, Tryon, Jamel Dean, Mike Edwards, Antoine Winfield Jr., and Sean Murphy bunting? Because Without those guys, this is just the Devin White, Levante, David show. Vita, um, Vita Vea is not playing. Vita like, Vea is out. I mean, he that's out. He's out. Out. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think it's almost with certainly. Um, okay. There's a decent chance they can get some secondary pieces back. I played this under 44. I may buy out if I can find it. Uh, it depends how the situation goes. So Higgins and Boyd participated today. Okay. If that is the way it's trending and uh, basically like what the three different secondary pieces That's that are right. missing. So many injuries in this if game. If those are all trending out or like two out of the three trend out, I'm not going to be feeling great about this under. I still like it. I still think they're going to be able to turn Cincinnati one-dimensional and make them, hey, you're going to have to throw the ball and we're going we're gonna to throw some decent coverages at you and try to make you completely work through your wide receiver one like even without Vea, it's a still a good enough run scheme i think the bingo it's it's bingles or pass if you want to side like the bingles get to like 20 and they cover this right i i haven't seen anything out of this buccaneers offense that makes me excited to to back them even at home even getting the hook so i took a little under 44 not excited about it but uh I expect this, this 24 to 10, it 20, is, 24, 17. It is, it is worth noting that uh, the Bengals have been struggling in pressure rate of late. They've had yeah. a very tough, and they're that they're because they're trying to just do it with a limited set of players to try and get pressure with three. It makes it tough. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a good way to attack Tom Brady. Necessarily, uh, I, I don't know. I just the injuries to the wide receivers for the Bengals, the not perfect matchup of what you're good at and what they can overcome doesn't make me feel great. But at the same time, the Buccaneers defense is just an absolute travesty in terms of healthy bodies. Um, I don't know. Is this a secret over? I just said I bet the under you turd. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was distracted I by know. magic talks. Uh, that game's giving me heartburn. Um, I just, I just want, I just want Cincinnati to win. Okay. Yes. Same. Same. Since he lose, I mean, since he win and Ravens lose would just be uh, the best. Right now, right now, the Ravens are like minus one twenty, minus one thirty to win the yes. division. It is very close. J Mac is on the, is in my camp exactly. Can't the Ravens just fuck off? Seriously. We've, we, also, they, ooh, bet, bet US cashed me out, so I had I had okay. a balance there. Um, so I'm feeling better about getting my money if JJ wins <laughs> the offensive. Okay, good, here. good. 
Um, you're not going to bankrupt them with that bet. It's not. God, no, oh, they okay. didn't let me bet. Well, okay. I think I think I might make more off uh, Bengals to win the division there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, New York it's, Giants. Yeah. Just good. final final thought on the Buccaneers. Like, if you can't find a way to make a connection with Mike Evans, your offense is going to suck, and yeah. that's where we're at. Like th- this Tampa Bay team has gotten continually worse on offense. So it might just be it might just be Cincinnati kind of trucks from here, which would be great. I like him. All right, good. <sighs> kind of a fun Sunday nighter that a couple seven five and one teams. A lot of parallels between these two teams. In fact, these teams played a couple weeks ago and they tied, and we're still asking people to lay over four points. With Taylor Heineke, again at home, but in a divisional game. Fuck me, right? Yeah. <sighs> I looked at this yesterday, too, because um, somebody brought up that uh, Saquon Barkley wasn't looking so good. Oh. You go back and look at his. He hasn't had this many touches since his rookie season. Oh. He is at about 300 touches. Obviously, two years ago when he was injured, he had like 20 touches because it was oh, right yeah. away. We got ourselves but, a little I mean, fatigue sitch. Yeah, yeah, the year before, he had about 160 rushes plus maybe 40 or 50 catches. Mm. So, I mean, he is at, you know, he's at 150% of what he did last year already, and he has four games left. So, Saquon Barkley hitting the, hitting a bit of a fatigue wall maybe. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, the commander that, that takes yeah. a big bite out of what the Giants can offer because they never did really address the you know the wide receiver issue. It was fun because they made really good adjustments at halftime. They made really good um, defensive adjustments at halftime, but when the offense has very little to offer, yeah, it's just not enough. And this you keep joking about this team. When they were like what seven and three, you know, seven and two, seven and two. You kept joking about this team <laughs> seven finishing ten, yeah. seven and ten. Well, that can't and happen. It can't no. happen because of time. But seven, yeah. nine, and one isn't that much more impressive. No, no, no. I would be. Um, I would be very. So the last time these two the teams here, and I hate it. The, so the last time these two teams played, I took the points with the Giants, and I bet the money line with the Giants, and I watched a lot of that game. What a weird push. Weirdest push of the yeah, season. Yeah, I think we both had the Giants there. Um, I hated myself for watching it. Uh, it was not good. Um, and I learned nothing to help me make any decision about this game and these prices. Um, if you're telling me that the gap between these two teams should be three points, and no more than three points in any given scenario, okay. Uh, commanders are coming off the bye, though. They're pretty healthy. The Giants are not especially healthy. A lot of important players are questionable, banged up, yeah. not getting reps. Um, yeah, I, I feel four and a half feels reason, realistically fair enough that I'm not inclined to wade into the Giants' water again here. Um, we're going to have to handicap it at halftime, though, so hopefully it's a hysterical, ridiculous game that has a chance of ending in a tie again. I don't think two teams – last time two teams tied in the same season, you know when that was, Andy? I know, like, there was a team that had two ties like three years ago. No, no, the same two teams tied twice in the same season. 
Oh God, it had to be like the the Stanley Steamers and yeah, nineteen twenty six. Chicago Cardinals. And no, the, I made uh, that up. I have no idea. <laughs> I really couldn't tell you. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that back in the day there were a lot more ties because yeah. games were ending zero zero and three three and shit. Um, I'll find out for for you, and we'll we'll discuss on the uh, Sunday night uh, halftime show because there won't be a lot to talk about the game. I can't imagine unless something absolutely wild happens. In 1926. There were, yeah. four, there were 14 ties. <laughs> I bet you there were some double ups there. Here's here's some fun ones because we're, we're running well ahead of time. I'm going to name some of the stadiums they played in. Ebbets Field. Oh, yeah. I believe where Jackie Robinson may have made his debut. Um, That's amazing. Triangle Park in Dayton. Oh, my God. Um, I have I have a fact about that that I can't think of. But, yeah, the, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. Oh my gosh. Frankfurt's Green Bay. Green Bay had not even begun playing in Lambeau yet, obviously. The Polo Grounds, another baseball. Mm. And of course, Providence played in the Cyclodrome, which sounds like it's actually <laughs> from the future. And where did the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets play? Was that Pfizer Pfizer form? Uh Frankfurt Stadium, which was in Philly. Oh, Frankfurt Stadium. Oh. The Duluth Eskimos. Uh Duluth, Minnesota apparently had a team. I'm the yeah, it looks, it looks like the Chicago Bears had three. There were 12, one, and three. What a season. So hey, how they, come some they, teams they, that oh, year? There we go. The Bears what? and the Packers in tied 1926 twice? tied twice. Six to six at City Stadium at Green Bay and three <laughs> to three to close the season. And you know what? The, the They beat the Pottsville Maroons that year. How about me? Be, how about me? How about guessing that correctly? What were the odds of that? Yeah, Bears, Packers. Well, I mean, you just pick the teams that played the most. <laughs> I know, but still, like, no. Just, Did you say nineteen twenty six? Yeah, I, well, I haven't. I haven't fact checked it. It hasn't happened since then. Yeah, that's fair. It probably hasn't. There were ten ties in nineteen twenty nine. Holy shit! Um, why were there different number of games played? Like, why did the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets play? Uh, play 17 games and the uh, Hammond pros only played four. Here's, here's a fun one. <laughs> the yeah. Dayton triangles played six games. Yeah. Go ahead. The Frankfurt yellow jackets played the giants like four times that year and they didn't score. They lost 32, nothing, 12, nothing, 31, nothing. They're almost good. They're going to figure out the right. defense next year. Andy. So yes, in 1929, Frankfurt and the orange tornadoes, tied each other twice six six and nil nil the orange tornadoes of course i don't fucking know where they're from newark they're from newark newark all right did you say the orange triangles orange tornadoes orange tornadoes oh sorry the orange tornadoes um huh well how about that so teams have um, tied each other twice in the same season, but I'm kind of shocked to know real. in 1926 there was a team called the Los Angeles Buccaneers. Did you know that? Of course. The Akron Pros. Yeah, there were there were so many teams that like just folded halfway through the year. Like uh, the, the you know the the champions were the Yellow Jackets that year. Obviously they're 14-1 and 2, but like there's a couple teams that are just 0 and 4. I just got to fold during the season. Hammond pros, we're calling it. Louisville Colonels, ah, we're done. The Racine Tornadoes, they they couldn't uh, uh, they couldn't outdraw the Racine Peaches in terms of putting butts in the yeah. seats. So they called it a season. 
Um, Spanish, Spanish flu, flu protocols. <laughs> Jesus. TV revenue is not. Yeah. Yeah. Any secret pod play? Um, let's look back upon the. I'll go to war with you on Chargers team total over. Uh, up against that defense that has no secondary right now and the way Herbert's playing and Mike Williams back, Ian Allen back. Uh, yeah, Eckler, nice matchup for him. Uh, you know, it's going to be a... Uh, that's going to be a decent opportunity for the Chargers to continue to flex. Either that or we go um, under in one of these gross games. Brett ripping under 10 points across the sky. I mean, I mean, I mean, Denver's team total is too high. That's my sincere opinion. Chargers over 24 and a half. Yeah, the Bears tied six times in 1932. What the fuck? <laughs> Anyone who ever says football used to be better is probably wrong. <laughs> they are probably wrong. Um, well, let's call it a pod so I can go watch the rest of this Orlando Magic Hawks game. It's been a roller coaster of emotion. Uh, for anyone who's curious, uh, do you have a total in it? It seems like it's over, isn't it? There's still no, there's like still 11. five minutes left. And if you know anything about basketball, Andy, it's a game of runs. It is a game of um, runs. You know who would know? You know who would know that? Anyone that watched Celtics Lakers last night? My Hot damn! My goodness gracious! What a game of runs that was! Uh, and he lost his toothpick. And the uh, if you want a fun if you want a fun bet in the NBA to play along with me for the season, uh, go find yourself a shop that will give you a big fat number on the Orlando Magic to win the Southeast Division in the NBA. The Orlando Magic are trying hard. They are good. They have talented players. They're getting healthier now that their guards are kind of getting uh, back to back to health. I'm expecting Gary Harris at some point makes a, makes an appearance here. Uh, and the rest of their division is absolute garbage. Uh, the Hawks are in a weird free fall fight with between each other and their coach. The Miami Heat uh, are an injury waiting to happen. Uh, they're old. And they're old. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets and the Washington Wizards, realistically, those teams might not win a game again until February. Um, oh, there you go. Hope, yes. Good, yeah, good. Go if you got some, congratulations. Because, like, yeah, we like there's going to be a time during the season at some point where they're like close enough to the mix that you're just going to be like, how is this ever in that range price wise? Um, I don't know that it's going to win. I just know that it's not a 1% chance of happening. Uh, I feel like fair price on that is probably closer to like 30 to one, maybe 50 to one. There's, there's a two, there are 2% of that. You play out the rest of the season and the magic win the Southeast because all those teams are bad. And that's that. All right, guys. We, we, Thanks we, for we joining magic us on this pod. I wish, I wish you would hit the thumbs up. If you found anything useful, even if it's from the chat and not us, subscribe <laughs> if you could. And have chat. a great win. Have a yeah, great you want to you want to make you know we're coming up on so first of all we're coming up a couple of announcements we're coming up on the end of this season end of the year right. Um, take care of yourself and your your friends and family as this thing you know things get darker and colder and holidays are stressful for a lot of people. Uh, if you're having a problem betting, you should probably take 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 it off or just scale down to dollar bets if you just want the fun aspect of it um but uh yeah i mean keep keep an eye on your mental health this is a tough time of year for a lot of people uh and uh if you're going to make some new year's resolutions one of them should be uh i'm going to uh create a youtube account and jump there in the chat 
and chat along with us during the show so that we can hear your funny comments too. Uh, and so could everybody in the chat. Yeah, honestly, because uh, I'm just saying it's like 80% Patrick. <laughs> no we have say, a great crew. That there's a great core nice. uh in there um and uh and while you're at it join the discord as well uh you, we can direct you to the right people who are uh kind of and champions have, of the discord we have no like we didn't start no the affiliation of the discord we didn't, yeah. we didn't we have no nothing to gain from it other than it's some smart conversations i like to read yeah, they are smart so, conversations. All right. I'm gonna go yeah. I'm gonna go home and get some good sleep because I got a big Costco run tomorrow. It's Christmas, four days till Hanukkah. Happy oh, what holidays. A great idea. Paper, if you are in a legal betting state and you just give people paper tickets that are lotto tickets that are, are kind of tied to bowl games or tied to same game parlays in the NFL, like that's a great gift. There's NFL Starbucks gift card. There's NFL and NBA on Christmas Day. You can parlay them and do some fun stuff. That'll be awesome. Uh, ah, four ninety to one. That, my God, that is a bad price. I can barely wrap my head around these. This, it's just they're such bad prices. The magic are for real. My six-year-old needs to love it. All right, we've been dragging this. <laughs> we've been dragging this out long enough for it. Dan's just gonna hit the curtain. All right, so let's go. Catch you guys. See ya. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I mean, we went, we we stuck to our guns and we went fast through that enormous slate of games. I don't think we did our listeners dis- disservice at all. Like, I feel like at a certain point, ninety percent of the.